Tonight, Silicon Valley is a girls club. I'm Anushri Moko Purbu, and this is Voices for Our Future. Ever since I was a young girl, I've always known that I've wanted to make a difference in the world. I wasn't always sure how, and I still am not. But the fact that I want to change the world for the better hasn't changed. To me, I've always thought that changing the world was doing something that others before me haven't been able to do. Specifically, going into male-dominated industries. I've always been interested in STEM. For a long time, I wanted to go into technology. I knew that men dominated the industry. I knew that women were often underpaid solely because of their gender. But it was still something I wanted to do. I think I wanted to prove the world wrong. I wanted to tell everyone that I could do it, and a few struggles along the way weren't going to stop me. I still feel the same way now. Recently, I've been contemplating going into politics. The majority of our representatives are white males. I want to change that. I want to show them that women can share their opinions. I want my voice to be heard. As a South Asian and South Indian female, I think that a lot of people wouldn't expect me to go into politics, but I think it would really allow me to change the world for the better. Or at least, I hope that's what I'll be able to do. That reminds me so much of the girls in Screen Queens. Delia, Maddie, and Lucy all use their love for tech to make, the, to make the world a better place. They knew that Silicon Valley was no Barbie dream house. They go to the summer program knowing that there aren't going to be a whole lot of women there. These young girls overcome what is, what is expected of them. They don't back down after realizing they're the only woman there. In fact, that only motivates them to work harder and rise above the men there. They're motivated to be the best team in the entire summer program. For those who haven't read the book, Screen Queens follows three teenage girls, Lucy, Delia, and Maddie, as they travel to Silicon Valley to attend a summer program run by Pulse, the most popular social media platform there is. Valley Star is a high school tech incubator competition. Lucy, Maddie, and Delia are looking forward to their time there. However, they soon notice that they're the only females there. They're treated differently because of their gender and the guys there look down on them. As the girls spend more time at the program, they figure out that the owner of Pulse, Ryan, is manipulating the system. They go on to expose Ryan and all the lies he said to help himself. The book really emphasized that no matter the opposition one gets, it is often best for them to do what is right and let their voices be heard. The girls always made sure that they stood out in the group. They never let all the men there suppress their voices, and they always emphasized that they are no better or worse than the men are in the program. Ryan tries to blackmail them, but they don't listen to him. And expanding on the thought, it says, you're blackmailing us? Ryan clasps his hands behind his head and props his feet up on the desk. Yes, yes I am. Ryan feels as if he is super powerful. As the creator of Pulse, he manipulated ratings. He raised a girl, Emma's ratings, so we could get closer to her. He then assaulted her, and her ratings on Pulse drastically went down. He tried this on Lucy too, but she doesn't listen to him. He threatens to report them to the police if they go and tell everyone about what he's doing. The girls still go on stage and tell everyone what happened. I think this greatly translates to events that teens face today. Today, many young people face sexual assault and harassment. I honestly think it's so horrible that they have to go through it. Even though I wish it never happened, the matter of the fact is, young women and men are sexually assaulted all the time, especially teens. Emma was assaulted by Ryan. Ryan then makes her ratings on post drop. Emma is unable to find a job anywhere due to her low ratings on this app. I think that even though Pulse doesn't actually exist, this has a lot to do with society today. After a young teen girl or guy is assaulted, they're kind of seen in a different way in people's eyes. Some people will call them names and judge them harshly, harshly because of this stigma around assault. I think the ideology of ratings suddenly dropping after the assault correlates to the confidence of many survivors. They often think that they are worthless after an assault. I think Ryan changing the ratings was meant to symbolize how the assaulters caused these victims to feel worthless when this isn't true. I think the author writing about girls staying strong after these traumatic events shows how teen victims of assault need to do the same and stay strong as well. As mentioned before, Emma lost all her jobs because of her ratings dropping. This really does relate to how victims are treated after their assault. Some of them are even told to forget everything that happened. 
I have to say, I really do admire how these girls handled everything. I mean, they're in high school, so they're around my age, and they literally made their world a better place. I mean, Ryan was blackmailing them, but they didn't listen. I think that's super cool. Social media is a huge aspect of the book. That definitely relates to us today because we are literally always on social media, even more so now with online school and whatnot. In the book, it says, a generation of kids, my generation, has been obsessed with our ratings, posting more, trying harder and harder every day to be the funniest, hippest, strongest, smartest, est, 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 in a desperate attempt to be crushing it for all the perks that come with it. But who's actually getting those perks? Is it these people? Lucy gestured to the rotating faces on the screen. These incredibly picture-perfect users, or are they? Are we all actually being used? I think this has great meaning because it talks about our obsession with social media. And it isn't just teens, it's a global thing. Social media leads to the globalization of ideas. It allows us to spread thoughts and ideas from one country to another. And while social media is great for all these reasons, it does have its cons. Almost everyone around the globe is obsessed with social media. Like Lucy says in the book, the likes on her Instagram story from last night alone should have bumped her up to a five, thumping. But here she sat, still at four, still thudding. I think this quote is similar to our own mindsets. With social media, age isn't really a barrier. Social media is this global phenomenon, kind of, and everyone uses it. It leads to this obsession over the number of likes and dislikes and followers one has. In the book, even a girl as young as nine is worrying about her social media ratings. These ratings follow them throughout their lives, and companies look at their post ratings before giving them a job. While this definitely isn't okay, it isn't very different from how our world today is. Companies will often search for your social media accounts. While your follower count, likes, and dislikes don't really matter, what you post does make a big difference. I think this kind of shows the impact social media has on all of our lives. While the story is fiction and isn't necessarily true, it does correlate with our world today and shows us a lot about ourselves. Again, it emphasizes that no matter the opposition one gets, it is often best for them to do what is right and let their voice be heard. These three girls stay strong and confident, and we should do the same.